Hey everybody, this episode of Talkin' Pop is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episodes starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience or get more engagement, you're going to check out poddex.com. Make sure you use that special promo code TALKPOP, that's T-A-L-K-P-O-P, for 10% off your first order. Poddex are the hottest new tool for podcasters looking to have more meaningful conversations or Game Fighter podcast. Simply shuffle up the cards, ask a question, and let the content roll. Get yours today at poddex.com. Once again, that is poddex.com. And make sure to use the promo code TALKPOP, that's T-A-L-K-P-O-P, for 10% off your order. Fanboys and fangirls and non-binaries, welcome to another edition of Talking Pop, the podcast all things pop culture. I'm your host, the franchise Force, joining me is my co-host, Biko. Hello. Sorry, guys, I know it's been, what, two weeks since we last saw him. We had some, like, family stuff going on, so we were, like, in the best capacity to talk last week. Uh, we'll probably talk about that later down the line, but... It's a brand new week. A lot of things going on right now, of course, in sports. And, of course, the Amber Heard-Johnny Depp thing is still going on. Apparently, she's been cross-examined by Johnny Depp's attorney and pretty much getting her ass kicked, basically, based on what I've seen the TikToks. Because, basically, she's pretty much getting caught charged with perjury in that UK trial that the divorced them in the UK. About the donation, she claimed she was going to donate the money on the settlement. And she never donated. She never did it. Oh. And there's a few things that... That I'm matching up the books. That I'm matching up her statements and stuff. So Ooh. it looks like it might be falling to Johnny Depp's favor. So, I mean. so not only is she they're doing the liable stuff, but also the B stuff, and then this on top of. Remember, this that. is her first day, but I think this is the first day they get to cross examine her. So this, yeah, kind of day. this is based on a TikTok I saw that I was on the ABC News TikTok that they were showing like the highlights of it. Uh, oh, this is on ABC News. Oh yeah, it's like. Um, with that, um, other thing too, this weekend, ASIN is coming, ASIN 2022 is coming to Rosemont, which I will be attending. I'll be there the whole weekend, so if you guys want to find me, um, my username is Fontaise685, which is my Twitch handle, so if you guys are trying to find my badge, want to take pictures, I'll be in cosplay, um, pretty much all three days. So I pretty much got my outfits all set up for all three days. I'm looking forward to it, it's like my first anime convention. In the U.S., um, nice. so I'm looking forward to it. It's in Rosemont, so it's at the Rosemont Convention Center in the Hyatt Hotel. Hyatt yeah, Blair. yeah, bad. And so. luckily, I ended up canceling my hotel that was 20 minutes away. Luckily, I found a thing through Expedia. I actually got a room at the Hyatt. Oh, nice. Usually, so it's a good walking distance from the place. So I'm lucky I was gonna get a room. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to it. I got a lot of events planned. I want to meet some voice actors. Hopefully, I can get some Funko Pop signed too. Because I got two of them. Oh, nice. So hopefully I'll have a lot of joy and be amongst my fellow Takus. So pretty much um, the one thing I did want to see um, is Japan has decided to do a small trial run and start re- allowing tourists, foreign tourists, to enter the country. This is the big thing that was announced today by the Japanese government. But there's a catch. It says here, according to this, the Japanese government announced on Tuesday that it will begin to accept tourists from the United States, Australia, Thailand, and Singapore later this month. 
First required to be vaccinated against COVID-19 with three shots. That includes your first two vaccines and the booster. And must only travel in a fixed group tour packages so governments can easily manage their activities. So you have to be part of like a tour group, basically. So there are going to be some restrictions. I guess is the best way that they can keep track of what hotel you're staying at and where you're going. So it's probably you have to look for like a tourism package or something. Oh, the limited open tourism will serve as a trial run for possibly a full open the country to tourism in June. So this is a trial run. Um, oh, so trial. Yeah, also considering doubling the billion maximum allowed interest to the country from ten thousand to twenty thousand. So, so the way for that, and says here's all my anime news network. Uh, news network says report earlier this month from the article um, that the government was considering opening the country's border small group fully vaccinated foreign tourists this month. So, like I said. Like I said, you're going to have to um, pretty much get the boosters. But I found out that it's not just Japan. I heard like some countries in Europe too. Oh. If you want to travel to Europe as well, um, you're going to have to get the booster shots required. Damn. Luckily, I got my appointment scheduled for next week. So I got my appointment scheduled for next Monday to get the booster shot. So yeah, that's going to be the requirement. I got to have all three shots, basically. But... Yeah, I mean, with that, having tourism back in Japan is a big step up because I know most of the tourism, they do miss. Yeah. So it's good that they're doing this on a trial basis, but eliminating countries right now. So it's good, right? Yeah, but I mean, with the booster, I think the reason why people don't want the booster is because the booster's showing better results, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's probably why they want you to have three shots just to be safe. Right? You want to be extra careful. So, guys, yeah, tell him, make sure you schedule your vaccine booster appointment so that way you'll be able to travel to other countries as well besides Japan. But guess what? We can finally start going coming to Japan, hopefully. Like I said, they'll probably, gonna, they'll probably have to keep a line when they start having tour groups pop up. I won't be surprised if they start having like tour groups sponsored by the get out Japanese government pop up. So I think that's why they want to do that so that way they can keep tabs on everything. Yeah, I understand. I mean, So, with that being said, um, one thing I did see, uh, meanwhile, I'll segue to more anime news, um, Chainsaw Man, which I read the manga and pretty much caught up to, has been announced that the anime itself will be releasing on Crunchyroll later this year. They showed the first trailer for it, and also as well, uh, My Hero Academia World Heroes Mission has been announced for August 23rd Blu-ray release, marking the first time My Hero Academia will be releasing under the Crunchyroll banner. Ever since Funimation Crunchyroll emerged, all Funimation, you know, distribution will be under the Crunchyroll brand. So that's being announced. I can't wait. Um, Best Buy is going to have like a Steelbook variant. I got the Amazon one <laughs> if you order it. Um, pretty much uh, with that. And I do have an anime to recommend this week. Um, pretty much I'm going to recommend Love at the World Domination, which pretty much is one of the spring animes that are out this year. So to give you a big brief synopsis of Love After World Domination. It's a manga series as well. It's based on the manga series. Let me read to you guys. Yes. So is a manga series written by Hiroshi Noda, illustrated by Takahiro Wakamatsu. Um, it's in Shonen Manga Magazine, Monthly Shonen Magazine. So during the Kondansha, monthly meeting, monthly meeting, it's released, each chapter's released a month, basically. Not like a Shonen Weekly where you may shoot a new chapter every week. It's like One Punch Man. They release it once a month. Um, right now, the anime is currently at six episodes right now. It's slated for 12. 
Uh, basically, the synopsis is, in order to combat the villainous secret society Gecko, who had burned half of the world and planned to burn the rest, they recruit Freezing Sentai Gelato 5 as forces and got Fudu Aikawa, who is known as Red Gelato, Hayato Ojino, known as Blue Gelato, Misaki Junjuki, Yellow Gelato, Daigo Todoroki, Green Gelato, and Haru Asigurawa, King Gelato, the leader Prince, uh, Professor Big Gelato. However, things change when Gecko recruits a new member, the Reaper Princess Desmi Makahara. Not only is Desmi a formidable fighter, but she and Fudu also happen to fall in love with each other despite being mortal enemies. Even though neither of them have any experience in romance, they begin dating a secret, trying to hide a relationship from their respective organizations. It's kind of like a Romeo and Juliet, but they're not trying to kill each other, basically, and it's like Power Rangers. Mm. So Jalal Fight is kind of like a Power Ranger group, kind of like a Super Sentai, which is still popular in Japan. Desby's freaking strong. I mean, the anime is really good. I read the manga. I'm caught up on the manga, but it's really good. It's a romantic comedy. It's, you know, it's superhero, which is not that many in the genre. Besides My Hero Academia. And I like the two characters. I like Fudo. I like, you know, Desmi as they're trying, you know, they've never been in relationships. So they're trying to go through, like, their relationship tropes. But at the same time, they have to keep their dating to a minimal. They can't reveal their great relationship in the public. And they try to keep it high from, like, their coworkers and stuff. But really, check it out. It's currently airing on Crunchyroll. I believe they also have the dub available as well. But check it out the sub first before checking out the dub. And that, that's my anime recommendation. Um, Also... She-Hulk has released the first trailer. Oh, really? Um, we can definitely look at that uh, real quick. They just released. Uh, they just announced uh, one that's coming out. Um, they just released the first trailer for it. So let me go ahead and pull up here for Deco. I just saw like the first few seconds of it. I know they had a teaser one, but this is the full one they they showed today. So let me. It shows what the release date's gonna be for too as well. It looks interesting because we get to see more of the Hulk and stuff. So this just got released just by Marvel. So we'll kind of keep it right up here. We don't have that thing up there. Here we go. Being a superhero is a trial by fire. Who's going to protect oh the world if not people like you? Jennifer Walters. I'm a lawyer. I have great friends. Can we get some shots, please? It's an emergency. Uh, demanding job. We just started a superhuman oh, law division, and I want you to be the face of it. And a frustrating family. Because we didn't ask for this, but you still got to deal with it. Your transformations are triggered by anger and fear. and adult orphans for some reason. Uh, Is there anything more depressing than dating in your 30s? This is the best date I've had in a while. Oh. Should we split some fries? Let's get those to go. (laughs) I think... 
Well, I thought it was a movie, but okay. Well, the show's probably look gonna be good. I'll watch it. I, I like the fact that they brought Tim Roth back as Abomination. It's his actual comic book actually accuracy right. versus what we got with Universal. And we got to see more Bruce. I kind of like it's on her as well. How she's like, you know, because people haven't read She-Hulk. She's a lawyer, but she can control herself basically if she gets angry or scared, but she maintains her like personality. But we get to see more of like involved Hulk with uh, the smart Hulk with Bruce Banner. So mm-hmm. we get to see more of his character development as well. And I kind of like, like I said, they got Tim Roth back as Abomination. They show some other characters in there as well. So it's a series. I kind of like the way the Marvel's going with these series, so making a movie. Because then you have a better time building up the characters. And then, of course, with that, um, they are working on Loki Season 2 already with the whole cast coming back for it. August 17th is the release date for for She-Hulk. So I'm just looking forward to that in the summer. Of course, I have not seen Doctor Strange yet. I still haven't seen Doctor Strange because apparently people are trying to spoil the fuck out of the movie. Oh, for Doctor Strange. Well, especially like the surprises, I guess, mm-hmm. with the, the Illuminati group. Oh, well, they show that in the trailer, though. But I guess some members actually have been like breaking the silence as well. Oh, okay. Great. But I do want to see it um as well. I do need to check that out. So definitely check out She-Hulk. Make sure to check out Moon Knight. The whole series is airing on Disney+. Plus. Uh, make sure to check that as well. Uh, well, it's amazing. Time. So now... Beagle, before I jump into this thing, I decided to do anything else you want to add from Reddit? Anything you've seen the word of Reddit that you feel want to talk about and share? Oh, no, no. Go ahead. I want to hear your results. Okay, guys. I decided, like, almost like a month ago on a thing. I was so curious, you know, how they have, like, Ancestry.com and they have those DNA tests. I decided to do a 23andMe Ancestry test just to see where my genetic makeup is um, came up with. And oh my god, the process just trying to build saliva until picking test tube was <laughs> took me a while, man. He's got you had to wait like thirty minutes to so the kit was a hundred bucks. You order from Amazon like a hundred bucks. It covers, you know, them to process the thing and shipping. Um promise with the test you can eat or drink anything for like half an hour and find a way to try to build saliva. <laughs> and you fill the tube pretty much Close it off, seal it, put it back in the same box that came with a pre-shipped label and send it back. And it's going to take two to three or four weeks to from the process the results. And this past weekend, I just got my results. And I decided to share with Biko this and pretty much show you guys where, you know, my our genetic makeup is from. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and pull up my ancestry composition. So 23andMe, which I heard that's actually better ancestry, but they have different options. They got one for like health. I get the regular, you know, ancestry and traits. one for health too as well. So here we go. So for my breakdown, just 63% I am European. Wait, what? 63%, 63. 63.7% I'm European. Wow. Pretty much that's broken down to Southern European, which is about 58% Spanish and Portuguese. A little bit, 0.5% Italian, 0.5% Sardinian, 0.2% Greek and Balkic, Balkan, um, <laughs> probably Southern European as well. And that's a little bit of that includes um, Ashkenazi Jewish, 1.5%, about probably European, 0.3%. Hey. <laughs> We're Jewish. Woo! 
<laughs> what about you, Shinatsu? Everybody was getting it in. Holy shit. We got it. What's, what, what's the last So week? you saw the majority of like Spanish and Portuguese, which... <laughs> yeah, I saw that coming. <clears throat> you saw that. God damn it. A little bit of Greek, a little bit of Sardinian, yeah. a little bit of Italian. And it's funny because you get flavors. We're, Met- well, we're Mexican, but the next term is Hispanic. But Wait, what's that next one say? East Asian Indigenous American. They see Indigenous American pretty much right around this area right here. Pretty much like Native American. Hey, 31%? So we got 31% of Indigenous American, Native American, basically. Damn, it's a big-ass chunk. 31.6% of Indigenous American, probably East Asian Indigenous American, 0.2%. Oh, yeah. 0.2%. And we have a little bit of 2.8% Sub-Saharan African. Hey, 2%. So I fucking knew 2. it. So about 2.6% West African. <laughs> about 1.1%. So that percentage consisted of 1.1% of Ghan, Ghan, Ghanaian, Liberian, and Sierra Leonean. Oh, that's cool. 0.9% <clears throat> Sengabinian and Guinean. Sorry, I'm mispronouncing about 0.1% uh, Nigerian and 0.5% West African. Cool. And then broadly West African, we got a little bit of that. That includes broadly? Congolese <laughs> and Southern it? East African and Brown Congolese, Southern East African. So that's like basically we have a lot of like mixed, pretty much mixed blood basically. Um, but the ancestry, based on our ancestry, is pretty much in Mexico and Central America. Recent ancestry in the Americas, so basically we are from the region of Mexico. Yeah, so the conquistadors came. But basically all... Did job. <laughs> yeah, high likely match. <laughs> what they did. And supposedly based on, uh, based on the regions, uh, the top 10 regions that our ancestors came from are from the following regions. Or like states and stuff. Basically, Jalisco, Michoacan, Guanajuato, Zacatecas, Mexico City, Chihuahua, Durango, León, Sinaloa, and San Luis Potosí. So very much southwestern Mexico. So pretty much southwestern yeah. Mexico. Where we, yeah, makes sense. Okay. But as you can see, pretty much, yeah, it's pretty much the majority of Jalisco, Michoacan. As you can see, the most bigger areas right there. But isn't that funny how, like, even today, our family... The majority are spread out without the Chicagoland area, so it's kind of isn't that weird how like even our ancestors somewhat migrated within a general region of a bigger area. So it's kind of cool. It's it's interesting to see that like I guess we kept that going, but fuck, wow, southwestern, southern European, so southern it's like. European. So we're mostly in Southern Europe, basically. That's where we're at, and this is how they broke it down based on the... What does that say? Spanish and Portuguese? The majority of our ancestors mm-hmm. came from Spain and Portugal. Basically, our blood came from... Our DNA mostly has ties to Spanish and Portuguese, so it could be, like, ties to, like... Like I said, the conquistadors, the Portuguese explorers, you know, Pizarro that went to the South Americans, you know, the Incas, um, like, Guineans, you have the Greek and Balkans, you know, pretty much... Pretty much it started in Western, kind of like Western Europe, basically. A little bit of Africa, more so you went up to the region. Um, and most of it, we are we are related more to indigenous people, so mostly Native Americans. Pretty much it could be like, you know, we could have some like Aztec or Mayan blood in our DNA as well. 
but kind of, you know, gives us an idea. Like, it's kind of good doing this because it gives us a better understanding. Because even though our recent ancestors are from Mexico, but our predecessors, like our grandparents, might have relatives in these other regions as well. Mm-hmm. So this is going back to maybe, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years. That pretty much. And it goes back to that times and pretty much, um, you know, it's really interesting. Like something that, you know, I wanted, you know, wanted to do for myself. I wanted to see, you know, I was just curious because, you know, we don't hear stories about our ancestry and stuff. And all we know is what stories of our grandparents. That's it. Yeah. But nothing beyond that. So I was just like, to said, I was just curious to see. You know, I'm not just as back, you know, if I have other, you know, international, you know, ties. And doing this 23 me kind of, it kind of opens up my world perspective. To say the least, and, you know, having a good understanding, like, hey, you know, who knows, maybe we have Spanish or Portuguese relatives, you never know. But the good thing about this land 23 me, it can find a way to share we actually found out I have all, we have about fifteen hundred cousins that share some of our DNA. Wait, what? Yeah. Jesus. Some are even like fourth cousin or third cousin, basically. It's like really interesting. It's like wow. Fifteen hundred, you said? Yeah, they found fifteen hundred DNA matches with like relatives. Some are distant relatives, some are like third or fourth cousins, some are second. So it's like based on whatever the ever branching tree, basically. Or like you said, based on you know the data I hear that shows. Because if I go under, let's see, if I go under DNA relatives. As you can see here, so I'm telling you right here, you got five point six percent DNA shared. You got first cousins. You got once removed. Some are like your first cousins once removed. And then you think of that, you can see 2.8%, 2.6%. So it goes in order. So yeah, 1,500 or 1,500 relatives. Based on DNA results. Yeah, first cousins uh, moved. Second cousins. And the last page, all the way to four cousins. So it's really interesting. You can find like people that you never know. That you know. That's so weird. Yeah. So what do you think, Biko? What do you think of all this based on the results that I shared? Yeah, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Interesting to know, I guess. It just... <clears throat> what was your expectations? Like what you thought, you know, before I even did this DNA test, what do you think? Not really much. Basically, part of what I figured was gonna be the result. I thought I knew there was gonna be some sort of Spanish influence there, uh, and and the indigenous America part makes sense too from uh, the Mexican region aspect, and then that pinpointing the Southwest region was cool to know. Uh, so it's it's very enlightening to know about this stuff. Um. <clears throat> And I don't know, it's cool. 
it's it's interesting you can if it's fulfilling i think it's cool and it, it gives you a lot of data about where your people come from and like you said it shows you you can connect with your online headline in a different way so outside of facebook which is always nice and uh, i don't know i think it's cool if people are interested in doing this stuff i think it's cool and this is just one of those companies that do it right there's other companies yeah i think there's that's just recently one hmm. I guess it's just another one of those things that does it well. But like I said, uh, it was really interesting. Like it, th- it threw me away. I'm like, wow, interesting. Because I always thought that we maybe had some European ties, right? Because right. I mean, based on you know when we study like Western, like European history, like in school and stuff, and I always talk about you know, like I said, the explorers. You had the Spanish explorers. You had the Portuguese explorers. You had the Italian explorers. Like Marco Polo, who went to like who created chi- um, trade routes with China. Then you got Pizarro, Federico Pizarro, who went all the way to the Incas. Then you had, you know, Hernando Cortez, who went to, of course, Central America to take on uh, pretty much contrary to the Aztecs. Uh, it was to show you, like, okay, so we are, and so there were in Mexico, and I kind of like the fact that Pinpoint were, like, the highly selected slash, mm-hmm. which I did like. And it's crazy because even Pesos and I was basically where your grandparents come from, your paternal grandparents and your paternal and maternal grandparents come from. You didn't show that. You even broke down that to your family tree. You broke down that. And your maternal grandparents and paternal grandparents came from those regions in Mexico too. So. Yeah. That was kind of cool. Like I said, this was like a really enlightening experience and I do recommend everyone try it. Um, 23 Me, obviously, is the best one. I don't know what answer three is. It comes to accuracy. I kind of like this one because I kind of like the fact it breaks it down. I kind of like the fact that it has, the, like, if you pay, like, $50 or more, you can get the health one. Because they can determine what kind of, like, illnesses you can get based on your DNA. Mm. Like, what you most likely to get specific to as well. And it can help, like, you know, curve your, your traits. Because I remember when 23 Me came out, they were doing those commercials where they were trying to figure out where you came from and stuff. And that person went through, like, school. So, it kind of gives me more, like, um, I'll say it gives me more of a... Kind of like a boost to say maybe I should go and like um, you know visit like you know the like visit Spain visit Portugal visit where they see my ancestors from you know I've been to Mexico but it would be nice to visit go to Europe like it gives me more motivation to probably travel to Europe and like and see where you know where those um where those ancestry are. Look like based on my relatives, looks like I do have we do have some relatives living in Spain as well. Apparently in Madrid looks like. Oh not in Barcelona. But as you can see there's some legally even like there's some living in even um where they're from but still you know that living in looks like living in somewhere in Southern Asia looks like as well. That's kind of interesting. Like I said, um, definitely check this out. This is really cool. And like I said, it breaks down, you know, the traits and stuff. So I just want to share with you guys. Like I said, I told Biko, like, hey, I got my results in. And you're looking forward to see, you know, who's as well and see where it came from there. So but it was so cool. Like, I, this is a good, like, learning experience for me. So I do recommend everyone trying it out. Just to see, you know, where your ancestors came from, you know, just like see your breakdown, and I mean, it's really interesting how they 
the five minute. And even wise, you can get a kit for your parents as well. See how much of the DNA you share from your mom and dad too as well. If you want to get for your family member too, you can have your parents oh. try it out. Or you can get it for them. Give mm -hmm. a trade to parent from your parents. So definitely something that you can highly recommend. This guy's like the majority of it is 60% European is like the majority of this breakdown of this process. But as you can see, most of it is also like in Asia as well as up like in America as well. Not the French family, but also South America as well. So definitely something to look into. So yeah, just want to share the results and um with you guys. Um, one thing I did see, let me pull it up here. Oh, yeah, and also coming out Friday is Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie. It's coming out on Disney Plus, which is supposed to be like this next generation's um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, basically. So it's a combination of live action and animation. A little bit of CGI mix thrown in there. It looks kind of funny. I'm surprised. Um, pretty much Disney gave the creators a lot of free reign. It gave like the show to filmmakers like a lot of free reign with the characters. Um, we got John Mulaney and uh, Andy Samberg as Chip and Dale, so they're all using those voices for the TV show. Like, kind of making it as meta as they can, basically. And basically, what it was in the movie that basically the TV series was basically a TV show. Like they were acting in a TV show, and it goes back like years later to our time. That Chip and Dale were talking to each other. You know, based on the recent trailer, which let me see if I can pull it up and show people real quick. Because it's basically, I say Beagle's not really a trip, a trailer guy, a trailer guy, but might as well show most with it. Coming out this Friday. This is the most recent one that came out. Yeah. So this is the most. So this is the most recent trailer. So if you headphones, what's the first thing that pops into your head when I say Chip and Dale? I bet it's these guys. But certainly the second would be those rascally cartoon chipmunks, Chip and Dale. What if I did something like? I am into Good, good. I love it. Great Just want to remind you guys, I'll be at FanCon this afternoon. Hey, watch out! <laughs> I'm keeping myself fit and, you know, my updated modern look. Don't you think you'd have more fans here if Chip did these events with you? I hadn't thought about him in a while. I should give him a call. See how life's treating him. Life is the worst. Which is why you need good insurance. <laughs> a message on my landline. I don't like that. I know you're still mad about Rescue Rangers getting canceled, but I just got a call from the police, and I need your help. I searched the perimeter. No clues. Why would there be? Six missing tunes in a month and not one clue. Oh, no! Chip! Gail, you look different. It's no secret I had the CGI surgery. What's been up with you? You know, this, that... Other vague things to fill the space of this conversation? Cool. We can see what we can find out and then pass it along to the officer. But that's all we're going to do. So you're saying the Rescue Rangers are back? Yes! 
You two come poking around where you don't belong. And I can't have that. What are you looking at? Honestly, you're weird dead Always more of an Alvin and the Chipmunks person. Monster. It was like professional. <gasps> Same time. <gasps> Jinx, you owe me a non-brand specific cola. What? That was crazy. <gasps> Somebody go get his book. <gasps> this is incredible. Oh, we lost it. Well, at least they're having fun with them. No, like I said, Disney's like letting them like take yeah, the IP and like make it fun, like make it more interesting. Basically, like take the IP and throw a twist on it. Yeah, I like how they threw Peter Pan into the old. That's a good idea. Okay, now you're good. That's a good idea. I like it. Um, and it's gonna be on Disney Plus. Soon. Yeah, it's gonna be out this Friday. So definitely check it out, guys. If you're a fan of the Ship and Air Rescuers, you grew up in the whole Disney afternoon era. Basically, it was like late 80s, early 90s, when they had the whole land, you had like DuckTales, Chief Little Rescue Rangers, Tailspin, Darkwing Duck, um, yeah, and all of those. Um, other than that, Pico, have any shows you've been checking out lately, or any recommendations you have for the new listeners? Uh, no, I haven't seen anything new lately. We've just been watching NBA Playoffs, so I would recommend watching NBA Playoffs. <laughs> it's actually, there's a game on right now that I want to check out, but, um, it's Boston Celtics versus the Miami Heat tonight, and then it's going to be Golden State versus the Mavericks tomorrow night. Hmm. Uh, it's shaping up to be a really good end of the series. Two couple of different teams, a couple of teams have been there. Um, Boston's been playing really well, so it's been, it's been really fun. I think it's been an entertaining postseason, too, as compared to the last few years. Um, even, even during this pandemic, I think it's given them be a big... Uh, a big rejuvenation with these young guys being talented and, and being able to kind of like get the focus on them even during the pandemic when people were looking for some sports. Mm-hmm. And I think that's carried on and it's showing success now. And now that the Bulls are somewhat relevant again, I think it's only going to be better from here. So I've only been watching that just until it runs out because after that, I have no, I don't really have any sports outside of this, the occasional soccer match. Yeah, and that, um, like, in terms of like football, I know we got the Champions League coming up in the 28th mm-hmm. between Liverpool and Real Madrid. Um, another thing too, I forgot to mention, like we're talking sports right now, is EA Sports and FIFA have ended their relationship. So FIFA 23, which will probably release sometime this year, will be the last football game at least using the FIFA name. Apparently, FIFA was asking EA Sports, EA Games for about. They're asking like about one billion dollars for every four years using the name. EA decided that they were limited to what they can do with the game itself due to limitations that people put on them. Um, they said moving forward, the name of the title will be EA Sports FC. That's what they're calling it. Um, EA, um, no, EA, EA Football Club or something. EA Sports Club FC. I think that's what they're calling it. Um, a lot of teams right now, so basically they're doing contracts with a lot of the teams themselves, like licensing and stuff. But I find out, like, one of the teams I found, Mexican Soccer, um, Liga Mekis, uh, America signed with Konami for the eFootball. 
franchise. You know how they're doing that eFootball, so free to play. Remember, it used to be called Pro Revolution Soccer? Pro Revolution Soccer, but they decided to call eFootball. Mm-hmm. I so now um, Club America has signed with them, but other, but other like clubs are pretty much signing with EA just to show an EA Football Club, um, basically EA Sports Club FC. So that's what's the next game's going to be moving forward. Um, so that's what's going to be called moving forward. But they're securing like deals, you know, to have the teams on their exits. So that means people will have to rain to go with like other developers to possibly, you know, use the name of the brand and such. I mean, it, it kind of like it's a big surprise to everyone who's played FIFA in the past, who FIFA was synonymous with EA games. To like suddenly we're no longer going to work together, you know, you guys were asking too much of us. and EA games was like, you know what? We're not gonna pay like a billion dollars every four years for your license. We're gonna go a different direction. Mm. Uh, it's wait, what do you mean? Yeah, they're, they're not signing for the name rights. They're not. They're just paying like a billion dollars every four years just to use the name. Just like, for the name. Just for the name and like the same Champions League and all that shit. Yeah, that's messed up. But, but now they decided to go with EA FC. That's why they. Yeah. Okay. It's gonna call EA Sports Club FC. Basically. Mm-hmm. And it, but a lot of the clubs are signing. They're signing like individual deals with them to what, get licensing rights, licensing rights, and changes and that. And this is, and they can do that. Yeah. yeah. Remember, FIFA's just a governing body. Yeah, they get money either way. FIFA's just getting money. This is yeah. you're just signing with the teams. Right. That's right. what Pro Evolution Soccer did with yeah. Konami. They yeah. signed just deals with the teams with themselves. The teams, so, yeah. so that's what they're doing. So now they're gonna. Yeah. And like cool. I saw, like a lot of teams' Twitters are showing. You know, they're in, like, Manchester said they're in, Real Madrid said they're in, Liverpool said they're in, you Dude, know. FIFA's so gross, man. It's so much money. Every year, just to nod the other way, and the game doesn't get any better. <laughs> I just, like... Uh, I know, we got the World tough. Cup this... We got the World Cup coming yeah, out this so November. Yeah. Remember, guys, November is when we get the World Cup. Remember, so we're getting so... in November, yeah. Dang, it'll be a big year for soccer again. It'll be good. Especially with the pandemic, because you got to think about it. We had Euro last year. That was something between 2020. That was like the biggest, you know, thing last year with Euro. And now we're finally at the World Cup finally, as planned. But it's only planned in November. And don't forget, in 2026, we have it here. We're having it in Mexico here in the U.S. In Canada as well. So they're also there. Exactly. So it's something to look forward to, guys. So like I said, check out Tripping Down Rescue um streaming on this Friday on Disney+. Plus. Don't forget, Obi-Wan Kenobi will be coming out next week. The 25th on Disney Plus as well, so if I can see the Obi Wan series as well. Uh, I did read something with Star Wars before we wrap up. They did say they're no longer doing the whole like movie origin stories now, they're actually going to start focusing more on building stories like building like the development now. Like mm-hmm. apparently, Ryan Johnson's project, remember, he was supposed to do that in a new trilogy because right. that's been put on hold because now Lucasfilm said they want to focus on Lucasfilms. Kathleen Kennedy said now they want to focus on building a story architecture mm-hmm. instead of doing like these like films and solo films. Like after the solo Star Wars story, they want to like do all these things like they did with the Mandalorian, like they did with the Book of Boba Fett, they did with Obi Wan. They're going to do that the series Andor as well. Mm-hmm. So they want to build like obviously they're probably going to go more of the television route. Or going to the stream around and just start building like these series just to build like a like a story architecture just to expand the Star Wars universe. Because if you've seen Star Wars Visions, that can work. 
he's even Star Wars Visions. I do recommend checking it out, Pico, because it's basically all these like Japanese animation studios did their whole like anthology. It was like an anthology thing. Basically, stories they took they were inspired by Star Wars, basically, and they made like their own almost. It's like they did like these different styles. It's just like each studio did an episode, basically, because each self-contained story, but within the Star Wars universe. And you can tell they were handling the Star Wars, but it depends on the studio. And there's some I do recommend that I do love in some episodes, but definitely check out Star Wars Visions. Because the first episode had like almost like similar to like those old Japanese Kurosawa films of like black and white and shit. That was kind of cool how they made the lightsabers like almost katanas. To kind of make the lightsabers cool badass and stuff, and the whole first order and stuff. But there's no recognizable characters, so all these characters are like original in the Star Wars universe. But it's just influenced by it. So, kind of like the animations. Mm-hmm. But definitely check that out. And then, of course, check out the TV shows. Uh, Rebels, of course. I definitely got to go back to the Clone Wars. I got to watch Star Wars Rebels and their Star Wars Resistance as well. But now, Disney Plus, what's made a 4 they decided to do a breakdown of the timeline, basically. Basically, I'll just start off with it. So. Definitely Moon Knight. Definitely need to check out Moon Knight. And there's like a lot of animes I just finished. Pretty much cut off on a lot of animes. Um, Manga-wise, the manga uh, recommendations, guys, is I'm going to eight in the manga recommendations right now. Spike's Family is one. I know the the series is out on Crunchyroll, but definitely the manga. Did you get a better? um, You can get cut off, basically. um, Or Rent a Girlfriend season two is coming out soon. Um, People are there. The creators are encouraging people to go ahead and read the manga to get ready to get prepared for the second season. So definitely check out Rent a Girlfriend. It's gonna come out later this year. A lot of animes come out later this year. Um, they announced on Fire Force season three got announced as well with a new trailer. Um, then the next movie by the um, the creator the creator of Weapon with You is Your Name. It's coming with another film. It's coming out later this year as well. Definitely need to check that out. But like I said, for your anime fix, check out Crunchyroll, High Dive, or Hulu or Netflix. Uh, speaking of Netflix, <laughs> I found out they, they are laying off another 150,000 um, workers due to the restructuring that they did or just described the process. So. And they did announce that supposedly by the end of this year, they're looking towards adding a cheaper ad-supported tier oh, right. to curb the whole password thing. And then I saw this thing. I haven't watched the Halo series, but this whole thing blew up too online saying that... Um, Massachusetts not a virgin anymore. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, really, guys? You care about that much? We're done. It's a series, guys. They're trying to make Master Human, dude. Come on. I, mean, it's kind of what it is, so. <laughs> I haven't watched the Halo series yet. I know I got Paramount Plus. I haven't seen it yet. But other than that, that's all I got. So, like I said, guys, check me out at ASIN. I'll be on ASIN all weekend, May 20th through the 22nd. I'll be just walking out on the floor. Want to come and say hi <laughs> or approach me, take pictures. You know, if you got cosplay, I got cosplay to talk about things anime. I'm your guy, so definitely check me out there. If you're going, like I said, check it out. If you're a big anime, I know this is a big convention, or my convention the first two years, this pandemic. Um, so I'm looking forward to it as well. So I know Pico and I will be at C2E2 in August. Or for C2 each in a while, either <laughs> two years. Um, as like conventions are slowly coming back, like, but of course, still they're requiring masks still. 
German court case, I guess. Yeah, so makes sense. So I had to make I had to make some adjustments when it cosplay how to work around that type of stuff. But I think I'll make it work. So so we'll get that going. So like I said, that's it, guys. Um, thank you so much for listening. Make sure to check out our backlog episodes on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and other podcast outlets. Check out our store at spring.com. Search for Talking Pod. We got shirts. We got tank tops. We got hoodies. We got mugs. We got decals. We got phone covers. Follow us on the Twitter at Top Talking. That's P O P T A L K I N. But make sure to hit a follow there and make sure to tweet us when if you guys have any topics or if you guys want to see us do movie commentaries again. We might get back into the swing things and do another movie commentary episode. If you guys have any suggestions, you can tweet us there at Top Talking or you can send a comment on Facebook page at facebook.com slash talking pop. See you guys again next time. As always, be gone and take care.